Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by FantasyNational.com. Hit up FantasyNational.com backslash pods, save 20% on your subscription. Great week to subscribe, because it's PGA Championship week. Second major of the year, Southern Hills. What do you guys think? I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, I just watched this video on YouTube uh, that the Fried Egg did, the kind of on the changes mm-hmm. of the course that they did, and it looks kind of interesting. It looks totally different than what it looked like in 2007. Um you know, uh, not as much rough around the greens. It's all kind of like shaved down a lot more. So it's going to be a lot of runoffs, uh, a lot of kind of turtleback greens, um, a little bit wider off the fairways. But, you know, it sounds like it's all going to be kind of a second shot and around the green game, you know, tiny targets to hit into. Kind of like the yeah, was, that banded, only with really small greens. Yeah, I was kind of reading that uh, like it's long and off the tee. Like if you're in the rough, you're going to have trouble, but Looks like it's pretty, like fairways are like 40 yards wide, which is wide. So it sounds kind of like bombs away. You're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the ball's traveling just with the heat and, and all that. So I think it read that a tiger was hitting at 350. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Back. Yeah. I, I think, think it'll be. A... Quite, I also think they're expecting quite a bit of wind. It's going to be a runaway. Thursday and Friday. Oh, t- yeah. Tiger's taking it down. Yeah. I thought they just keep on the trophy. <laughs> what was that, Rhino? I saw it. it looks like there's going to be showers coming in on Friday. You get get kind of dicey, and then the weekends get crap. It's going to be a little bit colder, probably windy. I, uh, I'm i already kind of disliking some of my picks, at least for 43K, after I heard that uh, kind of smaller greens, a lot of runoffs. Yeah, so I mean, it, I guess... That, that was all inspired by Hans? Yeah. Because he did it, what, three or four years ago? Yes. Yeah, this well, was I mean, actually... which is inspired by the original design, as they always <sighs> And this was uh, supposed to be at Trump National in Rhino's home state of New Jersey. Yeah. But according to Jack Nicholas, the cancel culture got him. Good for Jack taking a stand. Uh, Didn't the LPGA do that um, at Turnberry too? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, they I don't know because they had the women's open at his place, I think. Well, I mean, the tour did it as well by moving the Trump Doral WGC to Mexico. Yeah. So it's not like the PGA of America is like taking new stands or anything. You know, I get it. It's polarizing. Appeal to everybody, despite, you know, probably 75% of golfers love Trump. Beer prices are out of control. Are they? That was, you guys see that post? It was like like, $18. Yeah. Well, but they're probably some other, then I saw some other Todd, like, do people know they don't have to drink when they go to a golf tournament? It's like, that's not the point. Like, Right. Don't rip people off. But yeah, I mean, you can get like what an eighteen pack of Mick Ultra for eighteen bucks or one twenty ounce. Yeah. I mean, Don't worry, they'll still sell. Well, yeah, and they're normally like the big bullets. You know, they're not. You know, when it's that price, it's not. You're just not just getting a twelve ounce can of Coors. Sure, sure. You know, you're getting a you know what is it twenty four or thirty two ounce beer? Is it draft or is it a bottle? I'm sure it's gonna be just like at the at the like Ryder Cups and stuff where it's you got. Cans, you know, sure. big cans, the big bullets. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm pretty excited for it, man. Like, I think I don't know what kind of courses. Just kind of from describing that, do you think would probably feel comparable? You know, like I have to say the small greens would be kind of like you know, I want to say Pebble, but you know, Pebble's got just the thick rough all around. It doesn't have much for like runoff. If you know, like it almost might feel more like guys that do well at Augusta might do well here. You know, with the real small yep. targets. 
missing the right spot. Got to got to get up and down when you miss. Yeah, know the right spots to hit it. Yeah, I'm guessing there's only two par fives. Or... But they're both like I know one of them is like six. Each. You know, I think. But I think they, you know, the PGA is also forward. known for like they're a little more like they they're they're known for not playing it the full. Sure, sure. I don't know about known, but like remember when Hazeltine was going to be the longest PGA in history? Yeah, like 77. I don't think they played it more than like 70 most days. <clears throat> exactly. So especially if it's going even low. if it is six fifty, even if it is six fifty, if it's firm at all, there's still going to be guys getting. There's nothing. Yeah, not every. Yeah, yeah. No, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun. I, a lot of the people I know that have played it say it's a great golf course. Just a really good pure test. <clears throat> you know, it, it'll be kind of interesting too because it's had a, a really in like the last 20, 20 years. It'll have the U.S. Open, then a super super hot PGA, which totally breaks the course in the year. It'll be cool. Paul, did you watch the? Uh... The senior PGA Championship a couple of years ago here. Well, I do remember watching a little bit of it. What did you? Yeah, and you didn't I don't necessarily remember. It looked good, right? I thought it looked just kind of weird, but maybe it was just I don't know what it was, but weird how like awkward or kind of yeah. I mean, like the I don't know. It was just like kind of so open and with the runoffs and I don't know. But then watching live from it looks sweet, so I don't know. It looks yeah, softer. Well, it looks softer though. I don't know when they played that or. Mm-hmm. It looked like soft and wet, so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, if if it's going to play wet, you know, I guess the the smaller greens become slightly bigger. You know, not you know, balls more likely to stop instead of caroming all over the place. Yeah, there's two par five, six fifty three. Yeah, well, didn't Scheffler win? I was going to ask who's the betting favorite here. It's got to be Scotty Scheffler. He said it was one of his favorite courses, right? Or his favorite course? Yeah. Check He's what we got team. listed on Fantasy National here. Uh, Sky Scheffler and Rom are both 11. Okay, Rory's 14 to 1, which is what I kind of like too. If it's going to be softer, but both Rom and McElroy hit it really high. How's McElroy for me to get back to that? Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be fun. What do you guys think? Expectations for Tiger? Does he play better than oh, in the Masters? I get uh, for, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say, and you said for sure, Paul. No, I, I just for him nowadays, it's like the big ballparks more concern me. Yeah, mm-hmm. for him, I don't know. Although they're saying like he's been working on his stinger, like if you're getting run out, I don't know if you necessarily need to hit <clears throat> drivers. It's but nice I mean, the guy's short game was Augusta was pretty darn good. I feel like for not having yeah. played. So yeah, if, he, if everybody's missing greens, you know, I I don't. Know. But I feel like every time it's like, oh, he's killing the driver, and then he once tournament starts, he kind of dials it back a little more crooked, maybe. But I don't know. But if the I, I don't know, I think the windy conditions are better for him. I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I. I don't like anything about cool wet weather on the weekend. That's right. good. Cool uh, though. They said, didn't they say it's going to drop like twenty degrees? But it's supposed to be like nineties, isn't it? Like to start the week. Yeah, I mean, like, but in like the sixties. I mean, that's that's cold for Tyson. I think he'll. I, after what we just went through, I think it'll. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. What are my expectations? I would. I think it's probably case in the cut. You know. I think Brookline and St. Andrews set up better. Like Brookline is going to be, I think, it's shorter yep. and you know small greens, and I think he can play the precision game. There in St. Andrews, just, you know, it's kind of knowledge, I think. But, <clears throat> yeah, I just think these 7,500-yard courses are just not meant for him anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the day, it was um, literally like, give him the trophy. Nobody, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. He hits it farther and straighter than anybody out there. Yeah. Anybody else you guys are? I mean, starting out to like Spieth right now, too. With And I didn't realize yeah. he's picked up like 15, 20 yards this year. What's that about? They're saying he's he's averaging like 309 off the tee or something. bot. Dad bot, he's able to roll body a little bit better. It's got to be that new swing action he's got going. I don't know. Okay, sure. He said he's hit it, and he's hit it like the last couple months, like much straighter too. Hmm. 
but again, talk a guy who talk about a guy who I think when it's blowing and whatever, it's just, you know, he's the typical, just he finds a way to get the ball in the hole. And that's kind of what I think is if it's windy, that's what you need. Yeah. And with wider fairways, historically, yeah. you might, you might snipe one or pop one out of bounds. That's in the rougher in here. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a, it's, there's some creaks, but I mean, it sounds very similar to like a Hazel team. Like, it's like, Oh, it's a big ballpark. You know, it's not super tight. But if you miss the fairway, you're kind of, you know, you got a shot, but it's not good. Right. Yep. <clears throat> Take advantage when you can. And yeah. yeah. They were showing a little bit ago. There's a couple tees that like you actually like, tee off, like kind of over the green in front of you. So they're saying like it could be like a pace of play. Not also not good for Tiger. Like, nightmare. Oh, interesting. Paul, any of the uh, PGA pros we should be looking out for this week? Club pros? Yeah. Don't know anything about it. Or no. what club pros are. Yeah, I don't know. Funny because it I does. Can, I haven't like seen it, the list, but it's almost always like I just I just scroll down to the bottom like the six thousand guys. It's a lot of like this, a lot of the same guys. Yeah, but I mean, so that's funny, Paul. If it's like one of those big ballparks and tight, take advantage of camp. <clears throat> if it's like Hazel team and it's historically the PGA, I would say more than a major, as those random guys pop up. Are there any guys that are like KH league and in the first major? I don't think so. No, nobody has. Well, you know what? Actually, here's let me rephrase that. Actually, because it's going to be so determined up around the greens and on the greens with putting, I feel like that brings in a lot of more players. You know, it's you know who can get hot with the putter this week. Um, sure, kind of like how Hazel teams played in the big championships and women's PG. Well, Hannah Green, she was kind of nobody, but she putt better than anybody else that week. Mm-hmm. Tore it up. Um, Rich Beam, Y Yang. Maybe we get a new life story and Harry Higgs gets the deal done. I mean, what about Phil last year? Yeah, oh. good point. Like, yeah, what, I was, they just showed like, a couple, like, how sad. Like, it's really sad. Like, you think about, like, it seems like so long ago. I know. It's like, remember how awesome, like, that was awesome. That, that was <laughs> one of the like funnest Sundays. Now he's not even here, you know. Yeah, and not really welcome back. Right. Who knows what Ricky Fowler at seven thousand. That seems a little high. It seems very high. Although he's at he's he's not committing to either tour yet. You see that today? And of course, all the comments were well. He's about to lose his tour card, so I'd be looking elsewhere too. <clears throat> what else do we know from uh, Fantasy National coming out of the data? Let's see here. I haven't checked the course breakdown too much. You know, again, we're looking at a different course almost. Not different course, different setup for sure. But you hear par three scoring was very significant in the past. So then par five or par four, um, the more greens you're hitting in regulation, the be- you know the better you're going to finish. Um, fairways is kind of a mixed bag. Um, it's a tough scramble here too in the past. You know, uh, tour average is you know fifty seven point eight percent success in scrambling, and here it's only forty six percent. So significantly tougher. Um, 63 here back in the past does say that three putts are pretty common here despite being small green so that's something to keep an eye on Spicy. the cut line here was plus six for the pga or back the 2007 pga wow yeah let's see who some of the names were on that lead of two woody austin was your runner up oh. yep ernie Ells, aaron oberholzer <laughs> fourth with god yeah, so John Sendon, Jeff Ogilvy, Treble Immerman, Simon Dyson. Remember him at all? Who is Simon Dyson? Uh, I don't know if he ever. Guy. I don't know if he ever made a Ryder Cup team, but he was a decent player in Europe for. Mm. Oh, okay. So that's what the deal was. Yeah, yeah. He finished twelfth uh, at the PGA in twenty ten. Where was that? Was that no? We were two thousand. Twenty ten was whistling. Okay. 
I believe it was. I think that was Martin Keimer at Whistling. Mm. Oh, no, Martin Keimer won at, or was that the U.S. Open that he won at Pinehurst Summer 2? That, that was like 2014. Okay. Yeah, the, the one that he won at Whistling, E.J. Bunker. Do you guys think Pinehurst is a good comp? You know, I'm just thinking the Turtleback. Yeah, that, yeah. Obviously, second the U.S. Open setup, but, you know, the PGA Championships, they're typically, you know, longer rough. Not brutally long, though, but fair. Yeah, I feel like they always do a really good job of pretty, they're pretty consistent, like around that 10 under. Mm-hmm. My guy, Kerry Haig, knows what he's doing. He's not there anymore, is he? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm All still, right. I think he's still the setup guy for your turns. <clears throat> Oh, he is going to determine championship pin placements. <clears throat> yeah, no. For some reason, I thought he was done. Oh, is it the U.S. Open guy that's done? Mike something? Mike Davis is done. Okay. I can't remember who they, the name of the guy that's. Maybe it's just Mike Davis. Yeah, that must be. Okay, sweet. But Should we swing yeah. right over 43K? Yeah. Um, I'm fucking so A lot has transpired. Now. Oh, my God. So uh, we won't get into Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, we were all pretty brutal. But then uh, last week, we we're all pretty good, other than Moose forgot to submit his lineup. So, lost hundreds of points. Yeah, I had 589.5 last God. week. God. Jordan had 494, Tractor had 23. Yeah, I had, I had Kucher T12, Munoz T3, Palmer T5, Hoagie T17, and one other made cuts. Four top 20 guys. And didn't Brian Harmon no show on you? Yeah, I think he, yeah, he got me zero points. So, I don't even know what happened yeah. if he. He must have withdrawn. I don't, I don't even know when he would. Did he withdraw or before he started? Or I don't even. I don't know. We're abandoned, so I wasn't paying any attention. I just saw that. I'm like, oh, he had zero points. <laughs> but yeah, so get this. So the right now, Tractor has 6652.85. I have 6645.6. So I'm like seven points behind him. And Rhino has 66.33. So Rhino's like 19 points behind. Oh, so you guys are all really close. Good for you. And Moose has 59.34. And that's how many behind? Uh, like four hundred, six to seven, six hundred ish. Oh my! <laughs> what you need to do is just like do like a uh, off week event and don't tell us about it, and then you submit. Your well, round. there could be a chance that Tractor does not make his team. This it's possible. I don't. Yeah, think well, I need all uh, three of you. I need all three of you. I think we should just is, wash it since nobody actually heard us pick, anyways. And he has not signed signed up yet for this week. Moose, you could put it public, and maybe he, maybe two hundred people will jump in before he does. Oh, good idea! Oh, totally doing it. I will set that up <laughs> here after I make my lineup. Um. So technically, Moose is up first. Yeah. Uh, at the bottom, I'm going sixty three hundred. I, I got kind of a kind of a mix, uh, but but going up a little bit. Uh, so we're going, uh, at 6,300, we're going to Adam Hadwin. Uh, good short game, really good around the greens. Let me get back to my fantasy page to chisel. Yeah. Hadwin's, you know, he's had a pretty good spring since the players, including the players ninth at the players, seventh at Bellspar, fourth at Bolero missed the cut last week, but, uh, not concerned with that. He not that great over 7,400, which would be something else to kind of look out for, but that's where we're at on that. At uh, 6,900, I got Kevin Na and my page is Jack. I can't. Also been playing pretty well. It's made his last three cuts. Uh, pretty accurate with the T-ball. He's been hurt lately, so I'm a little nervous by that, but that, that's where we're going. I don't have my great view. Here. Yeah, I mean, Na's top 25 in the field up on approach, fourth around the green, upper third for 25 percent for putting too so i think that he could come into play here as long as he's feeling good he hasn't wd'd yet there's been a bunch of wds so that'll be interesting but then after that we've got got matt kuchar 
played really well last week. Didn't, wasn't he like fifth? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was 10th. Oh, just outside 10th, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kucher there at 6,800. Kevin, oh, I kind of died over a little bit. Uh, 7,500, I got Keegan Bradley, who's been red hot lately. Uh, second at Wells, eighth at Valero, fifth at the Players, 11th at the API. Plays really well on longer courses. Uh, then we're going straight up to, oh, I got Russell Henley at 7,200. Also really good around the greens. Good golfer. Uh, not as good on the uh, longer courses. Again, you know, I think all of a sudden Donnie's going to play pretty well here. Uh, and then up at uh, 8,200, I'm going Tiger Woods. I like it. I rostered him. At- I, I need I need six of six cuts made if I'm going to ever, like, get out of this stuff. So... I, I I have I have money left. Well, I guess I only left. I actually had nine grand left. I didn't like anybody. I didn't like Brooks, so made some changes around. Picked up Bradley. Could go to Tiger. We'll see. There's some magic in there. Do I, am I expecting a win? No, but maybe we'll have some excitement. Got a little tournament tournament uh, experience under his belt this year. I'm hoping I'm hoping to see a better performance than at Masters. Who's up next? Uh, that's oh, me. I think it's me, isn't it? Uh. Yes, actually, it is right. Yeah, you, you got me. And so, did I hear that correct? We're all within 17 points of the tractor? Well, all but me. Other than Moose, yeah, sorry. But it's not impossible. You can come back. Cool. Uh, Moose, listening to your lineup, so I was really close to taking you, those guys you took, but I pivoted in a different direction. I've got things kicking off with JJ Spawn at 6,400. Um, pretty decent little year. Really good little month, um, including a, a Valero. So it seems like pretty good value at 6,400. <clears throat> um, then I got a couple of, I don't know, real wild cards. Uh, Ani Barnes-Lahari at 6,500. GA weird shit happens here. Seems to be playing a little bit better golf as a recent form. And uh, he seems to kind of go on rolls in different spurts in his career. So a couple of tops if he get that so shot. I feel like he's played okay in large sizes too. Going back to the well from 2001, he's got unfinished business at Southern Hills. I'm going stew pot at 6,700. Um, I don't know. He's really, you look at not a lot of green boxes there, but um, again, like he seems to play better on kind of weird things happen. Maybe he's going to be inspired by old man Phil. Um, then I like these, these next three guys. Um, HB3 at 7,000. He's played well in PGAs in the past. He's played some good golf. He's well rested in a good headspace. So why not? He's fun to root for. <clears throat> then a couple of guys I, I like. I really like Adam Scott. This at 7,700. Seems like a good venue for him, um, other than I know, chipping can be suspect at times. But going to hit a lot of fairways. He's going to be able to play well in the wind. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem like he's a one-time major. <clears throat> um, then, then another guy who's just kind of knocking on the door all year. I've got Lowry at back-to-back thirds at Augusta and Heritage. Playing really well. And, uh, maybe ready to give it another go. He's a very good shot. All right. Well, <clears throat> I had to blow my team up just now because I realized I had 6000 on the table, not 7000 So... You've identified a cheater. Um, so I'm trying to just kind of go hot hands. I kind of did a little model and just like windy AF and over 7,500, but only like half the field shows up. So it's a pretty limited. <laughs> oh, on that note too. So I had a bunch of people asking, they're like, oh, you know what? The last windy AF round that registers is uh, the players championship. And I went back and I looked and it's like, uh, you know, since the players, especially like there's only been one other windy AF round. Yeah. And, and that was like cold and windy too, so it's kind of different. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of like 
like everything since then that's fallen into the moderate category was like borderline windy AF, but it like sure. didn't average over 18. So if you're building models, like that's something to keep in mind that the, you know, I think that the the moderate is going to be a good thing if you kind of keep that sample size to like 24. Sure. So just FYI. Gotcha. So mainly I'm just trying to guy go with guys that are kind of in good form into this. So 6,400, I'm going with Troy Merritt. Um Five trade made cuts, and he's got like a fourth and a twelfth with Valero and Heritage kind of coming into this. So I feel like he's a decent cheap option. 6,800, I'm going Kucher as well, playing really well over the last couple months. Um, and he's kind of, you know, major championship tested, and I feel like maybe a Wiley veteran might might do well this week in conditions. Um, 6,900, this guy just seems to pop up during majors. That's Rhino's guy, Bob McIntyre. Um, another one of Rhino's guy, 7,000. He's really, I mean, you look at his finishes going back to, well, he hasn't missed a cut this year. And then going back to Phoenix 6th, 48th, 5th, 26th, 12th, 42nd, 12th, Alex Norin. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, he's sneaking back up towards the top 50, top 50 in the world. So I think it's 7,000. That's good. Good price. Um, 7,200. I think Moose had him as well. Russ Henley, just really solid all year long. And then uh, 8,700. I mean, I think he's kind of having like an under-the-radar year to some extent um but talk about a guy who knows how to play in wind and has won a major and i think he was in yeah definitely the masters uh shane lowry i mean second at honda 13th at players 12th at valspar third at the masters third at heritage so i mean hasn't been outside the top 13 in five starts at pg so pretty good i like it and tractor is going let's see hv3 <laughs> Ryan, I don't think Rye's in the field. No, he's not in the field. Kokrak is though. I want yeah, I wanted to go Coke. EVR, doesn't he take EVR a lot? So, yeah. Just Brendan Todd in the field. Todd's been kind of my guy. Oh, okay. He can be any. If I take Aaron Wise, Aaron, he likes Aaron Wise. Why are Yang's in the field here? This he doesn't take him throwing it out. There, so Beam Beam must not be playing. He's in there. He's oh, 6,200. He yeah. Oh, he is. Okay. <laughs> I didn't ask Gerard if he's going down. I doubt. I think he would have said something. I agree. If you win, you get an exemption. I'll, like, yeah, yeah, sorry, but like, I guess I'm pulling. Like, he, he has stats pulled. So, like, what, what's he oh. playing on? Well, the stats no. can just go back to like 2006, possibly. Gotcha. Yeah, just describing his last. You know, well, he's played. He's played and missed he's the cut in the last PGA. four PGAs. Yeah, he made the, the 18 Barbasol the 70th. Yeah, it looks like he gets like his six sponsors exemptions a year or something like that. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, three, four. Yeah. He's playing about four events a year. Oh, he probably gets three sponsors, three sponsors exemptions because there's two other tournaments and each year. Yep. A lot of Barbasol. Good luck, Sean. What did he win? Like 2002? (laughs) 2003, I think. I think it was 2003. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One of the best shots ever. I think he was the one I heard like that when he won the Wanamaker. You know, he had the opportunity to buy a replica for like forty thousand dollars. Like, nah, I don't need to blah blah blah. And then, like, now he doesn't have forty thousand dollars, and he really wishes he had it. Maybe, maybe this week. That would be nice. Yes. Can. All right, let's go uh, on to one and done. Um, we didn't do picks last week. Wells Fargo, Moose, you had a T two from Fitz. Good Rhino for me. A, Rhino had a fifth from Rory. So Moose is six point two million, and then Tractor three point nine. Rhino think one point. No such. Uh, what this is a big one though, right? What's the PGA yeah. payout? We over two. I don't know. It's got to be a lot, but I'll go first. Um, well, I have to go. First. I'm gonna go. With... JT. You have JT. You do. JT. Yeah. No, that's that's all. All right, Moose. 
Yeah, I like more kind of good around the greens. Do I? I probably don't. Even, do I have more cow available for the record? Yes. Um. Do I have Cantley? Yes. I'll go that route. Enough, and I will uh, text. Yeah, I mean, I bet you, I bet you, Cantley is popping up big in a lot of kind of no matter what you throw in him, he's almost top ten in there. Obviously, have you been playing as of late? Uh, he's in a playoff at Harbor Town with Spieth. Yeah, I don't know if he's played other since then. So since last year's BMW, where he won <clears> that in the Tour Championship, fourth at the Century, ninth at the Amex, fourth at Pebble Beach, second at Phoenix, and then he had like a little bad stretch at the Genesis players and masters he was in the 30s at the masters and the genesis missed at the players and then was second at the here so kind of a mixed bag of really good and you know top 30 i could see him come back i mean last time we played he played well so and i can afford to save some big guns for down the road yeah you really unless you get a missed cut somebody gets a well yeah if tracker <laughs> got a win he'd probably pull within a million of me if i had a missed cut right yeah yeah uh, yeah, probably. You're how, are you, six how are you guys doing in the uh, in the Mayo? Uh, we had a, like a step back week. I think we're cashing in both of them though. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we had a um, we got a win with Ron in Mexico. We had a second. We in the big one, we're just like freaking top ten machines, but we don't have any wins. <clears throat> we got a couple second places, so we could really like vault up the leaderboard if we can get a win. But we're barely touching. I think in both of them. And Paul, how are we sitting? Um, we're not in the money. I know that. I think we're falling farther and farther out. We're in 1,336. So top third, but I think, what is it? Top 700 or so pays out. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or 600, I think. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I was just talking about this with somebody. Uh, top 690. We're in kind of a cold street. What's that math? Like 15 taxes? Yeah. 15. But you like get your money back, right? Or Ten bucks. You get two fifty if you finish. So you'd think you double your entry if you. Yeah. <clears throat> Brain's still not fired in all cylinders here. I uh, set my beers too far away to, for the. So are we done with the uh, golf stuff from PGA Championship here? Or is there anything else we need to? Yeah, I think we're good. Cover any news, any developments? What what uh coverage? Who's got it this week? CBS on the weekend. Well, and I think that usually got... TNT, isn't it? TNT, right? Yeah. And I think online they have their, like, watch every golfer of the whole thing cool. going. You know, I remember they had that all set up for <clears throat> the year that, or was that the players? Damn it. No, that's this. I think they're going to, oh, but while I'm on the topic. Uh, it's actually ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Sweet. So we're going to have to, oh, and we'll have to get the subscription for the week, unless you've already bundled yep. it with Disney I think Plus. I and the year, so. Hulu. ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah, I think I did. It's worth it. I don't know. It is. Actually, the coverage on Thursday morning is so good. Thursday, It's worth it just in general, like with the other sports, you can just watch it on your app. Oh, yeah. It sounds like you still have cable. Uh, Xfinity. Okay, yeah. I got Delta's it. up in their game. They have Golf Channel now. Do you see that? The other I did see that. Yeah. I yeah. thought they've had yeah. it for a while. Or no. I don't. I don't, I said on April, I don't remember them having golf. Oh, nice. It was great for when golf ended. You could watch the post game. Oh, yeah. On a flight good. back. <clears throat> Yeah, like I'd never like Paul and I and uh, Gussie were listening to the the cast on the radio. Uh, Paul or Rock Tractor would have like been plucking his eyeballs out, I guess. But you were asleep. But at one time, the guy got they tried to get like overly excited to make it you know entertaining. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Like Speed Birdie just second in a row, second in a row. They're like, and the Jordanian is now twenty one under. I'm like, the Jordanian is his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do recall kind of hearing that. Uh, 
Yeah, no, but it, like the whole thing was really exciting, like for the part that we were watching. Cause I mean, it just kept it, it was like at 20 under, and then also you know, had six guys log jam at 20 under, all of a sudden somebody would make a birdie, and then 30 seconds later, two or three other people made a birdie and kind of didn't know where it was going. Kind of wish I would have like looked at some of the odds for those guys when they were all bunched up at, at minus 20 when you had the six guys. I bet you. Uh, KH Lee would have been up, you know, one of the higher odds guys could have probably gotten a decent number on it. Not that it, not that you would have projected, not that you would have predicted it, but if like, you know, you're seeing, oh, plus 500 for this guy that's tied for the lead right now and right. has almost as many holes left to go as anybody else, something I might, you know, regardless of name or whatever, especially returning champ. But how crazy is that? I mean, just Forces hasn't done like anything forever and then all of a sudden gets back and wins the same tournament won last year. Oh, but I was going to say before we move on to Bandon Dune, uh, there's a fantasy game at pghampionships.com. So, or pghampionship.com. It's just a one day deal. Um, you pick four guys, you pick a past champion, somebody over the age of 30, somebody under the age of 30. And that says PGA team of 20. Who are these people? I don't know what that means. Maybe the PGA player, like the, the pros, PGA pros. Oh, that could be it. Sort by. I'm not getting. I'm not getting a list of players here to select yet, but must be available tomorrow. So sign up and play that. That's made by uh, SharpLink, uh, kind of a sister company of the company that owns Fantasy Nationals. So if you guys play that, I appreciate. It. See what you can win here. Mostly like cool, like PGA stuff. There's no money. It's free to enter. There's my internet. Like merch or memorabilia or yeah, stuff like that. Like the page that's up. You guys want to try going there and see if you guys can see it for some reason I was having it. Hopefully it's not the sister's company's fault. But if you go to pjchampionship.com, it's it's right there at the top. Let's see, what's the official rules? <clears throat> oh, it's it's modified Stableford score, scoring. So albatrosses are eight, eagles are five, birdies are two, bogeys are only minus one, but doubles or worse are minus three. Yeah, for some reason it's not loading up with the prizes, so I must be pushing something out but anyways go play it should be fun free get some cool like you know it'll probably be like a, a pga championship bags balls i mean nothing that's going to change your life or, or anything but something would be kind of cool to think they'll have kind of a tracking point too so give it a shot and the reason not because not just because i think it's fun is you know we have this uh relationship with pga tour to get all of our data and our feeds and stuff like that and this week i was kind of checking out stuff for the for the PGA Championship, which is run by the PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. And it was getting some errors, so I shot the PGA Tour an email, and it was like, hey, is this because of the PGA of America stuff? They're like, yeah, we need authorization from PGA of America to give you this data. And luckily, I knew a guy over at PGA of America. I shot him an email. I just sent the tour or something just like that. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, no problem. Give him the data. So that was really cool. They didn't need anything from us, and he just asked on the side if I'd help him push this game. Obviously, I'd love to because it's fun. So go do that done then now we've got bandon and where do we begin where do we tuesday morning tuesday morning that sounds good how did you get there how did you get there should we should we even back up and we booked it or you booked it a year and a half ago uh yeah shortly after <clears throat> so basically to bring everybody up to speed quickly this is uh all about the richard knot which is an invitational tournament which kind of started as uh, one of our buddies' bachelor parties about seven years ago. Girl, and after a while, we kind of got tired of playing Hazeltine, and some of us left. One of us left. I don't know, but it was, and we just kind of wanted to take it on the road, right? You know, have buddy trips, golf trips. Most guys our age are want to do, um, and we kind of just 
rolled through the Kaiser lineup. Um, being in the upper Midwest, we started at Sun Valley. <clears throat> that was pretty fun. Mm. To Cabot, that was also uh, more fun, but way harder to get to and kind of all coming in. So, um, like, right after the AM, I think everybody, like most of the country, <clears throat> it, it looked pretty fucking awesome on TV. So I picked up the horn and talked to the other the other captain and said, hey, let me at least kind of kick some tires. And I remember I was in the Trader Joe's parking lot, like, before I got my kid. And um, I'm like, yeah, what, what do we got for, like, spring of 21? And she's like, dude, if you if you want to do this, I need to get, like, posits down by end of week. We need to go through the itinerary. We need to start making times now for spring of 22. Oh, shit. Especially, you know, granted, at that time, it was a 12-person. Um, thankfully, we had – there was a little bit of room to get into six. Now, whether that's bullshit – who knows, but uh, we at least, yeah, so we booked it, what, in 20 months in advance? And uh, then you kind of, you put in your deposit. That was kind of the nice thing, too, is basically a $400 deposit to back out. Of, not that you would do that, but it gets, um, I'll fast forward to last week when 16 buddies got together and had a, a very interesting week at Bandon. A lot of, a lot of great stories. There, there's also some bullshit in there, too. Yeah, I'm excited to get into some updates on the bullshit. <laughs> But yeah. let's kind of go through it as we go. So, okay, so Tuesday morning, how did you get there right now? Uh, my old man was on the trip with us. It was kind of like my 40th birthday present. So um, not to mention, I don't know how much destined golf I'm get with him years to come. So, uh, yeah, he came with us and he picked me up. It's like a park and ride thing that one of his buddies in Arizona wears by. And like most things on golf trips, everything's so much easier on the way. And then upon reentry, life gets a little bit more hectic and challenging and patience grows thin. But yeah, anyways, got to the airport and didn't have a fast one, but oh, I know no. that you the guys kicked her off real early. Yeah, what time, what time did you, or where did you fly into? Yeah, we flew into Eugene, so through Seattle. So it was, okay. it was kind of an early morning. It was like a 6.30 flight into Eugene. You're picking up time. I think uh, we're into Seattle and then it's like nothing. You're in the car for 2.20. Awesome drive beautiful like that goes and then uh stopped at a place called i think double d's on the rock oh. for a quick lunch and like someone somebody sent me like yeah we're going to double d's on the rocks i'm like you know my, my 69 year old dad doesn't need to go to a strip club with me but you know he can sit in the car i'll go let's rock and uh yeah it, it was great it ended up being kind of like a little dive bar of uh bay town and yeah and then we it, the hard part about doing that trip is like we got in it like an awkward time because it was just about on the cusp of like still being able to play eight. Um, so we called down there, and we actually ended up getting a time of trails, but only one time, and then one of the guys that actually bagged it and just played the part three. Now, you guys came down from Portland, yeah. right? And you don't want to just like, do nothing and start, you know, just drink from 3 o'clock till... Well, right, and our first tea time on, on Wednesday was, like 7 was at 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, came a little early. But yeah, I know uh, Moose and I and five others, we uh, we took the Portland route, the direct flight into Portland. It's kind of nice. We left at like 11, 15 or so. So, we, you know, could still get the kids off to, to daycare and, you know, not have to get up early and rush. So we landed, I want to say around 12, 30, 1 o'clock and we got the rental car and it's about a four and a half hour drive. We kind of made it a five hour drive. We missed a missed an exit and ended up kind of going. It was only like an extra 10 minutes the route we went, but it was actually really, really pretty kind of down through the middle of the state. Yeah, it was awesome. We basically I mean, went as far south as Bannon and then cut straight over. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, oh, wow. It felt like you were driving yeah. through like Yellowstone. I mean, it was like, like I mean, the, <laughs> the other side, because we came back up the other side on the way back too, but it wasn't near as like windy or having like the rivers and stuff. It was kind of more sure. like inland coastal water on the other side. Got but, it. Sure. 
But yeah, it really wasn't a, you know, maybe it's just because you're excited for golf. But even the way back, it didn't seem like that bad of a drive. So no, yeah, so we ended up rolling in at, you know, six o'clock-ish, which was good. Just got to the room and... Yeah, I think had we not been so exhausted and stuff, it would have been nice to go hit the punch pull up. That would have been probably the yeah. perfect time for that. But we we got to get that in later. So that was fun. Did you ever make it over the punch bowl right now? No, we, we were going to plan to do that. But I think they punched their impact on Tuesday. So yeah, they weren't open. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, they just weren't yeah, even open. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, then uh, Wednesday morning we woke up. We got to play Bandon Dunes. Yeah, the, the original course. Yep. And yep. Rhino was in my group. He was three under through three. I thought <laughs> it was. Uh, I thought it was all happening. <laughs> we played the Things black. Yeah, we played the black. Like the green tees are kind of the normal resort tees. We played the blacks because it was that morning was perfect. Six. It was awesome. 60, yeah. like no wind, sun. So I don't know. We're probably playing. There's only like 67, 6,800 probably still. But, <clears throat> but yeah, the no, second hole, it's straight into the sun. And we're all hitting like hybrids on this par three. And you guys are hitting like their other tees would have been like an eight iron. But yeah. And well, Ryan hit it to yeah. like two feet out of the gates. You hit it to like 10 feet. Right? Yeah, we, yeah. We thought we were. F those wrong. guys up on hole two. Yeah. <laughs> it was and funny then, when you guys were. 12 holes happened basically. Yeah, I think Gusty was four under in the front, hitting like three greens. Literally, it was just like he chipped in once and then one putted every hole. That's crazy. Well, in the roll-up game, too, we were up, I think we were still up 50 at that point. So we were off to a good start. Yeah, we were up like 90-something after four or five holes. Yeah, and then number seven is this like very benign, basically like 390 just rip driver. Three was hard to miss. You almost have to try to miss that fairway. And uh, so Scott, or Paul and I both got it, and Marty's like, roll. <laughs> all right and then scott kind of hit it a little bit right i mean you know like still had a good vantage but yeah. he hit it up just short of the green in a good spot well actually it wasn't in a good spot and then uh and then marty goes and holes out for, for four four on yeah and i made a birdie there too so it's like yeah, yeah I birdie, I, I so we lost yeah we lost 96 the 96 the 96 roll umby to a eagle so, yeah i made birdie and got umbied yep and uh, yeah, then it was. I think and then they just went nuts. They were like, so they were five hundred and a four hole yeah. scratch. Totally, we were down. But yeah, it was a fun, fun day. And we. Uh, oh, I was gonna, I was say before you go on from yeah. there, uh, and then I'll tell about my round too. But uh, when you guys went off, you guys went off the back, and kind of whenever somebody goes off the back, like all oh, the starters, everybody's kind of like, oh god, you know what's you know, and they right. got to all check it out. Blah, Even blah. our caddies are like, are you sure you guys want to play the play? It's sixty seven hundred yards. Like there's it. no wind. So, and then you guys all striped them. Like, you all striped them. And then afterwards, like, everyone's like, those Hazel team guys are good. You know, they, <laughs> like, it was funny. They were all, like, chatting. And I was like, yeah, they're playing the Blacks. And, blah, and it was blah, 7 a.m. And we each had two screw-ups in our hands because two people went and ordered, like, Jeez, each one oh without without, without without knowing the other one had ordered like, one of those deals. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then I played my morning round with Slim, uh, Jordan's dad, Rhino's dad. And it's kind of funny because, you know, so we're on the first first green and Slim and I are sharing the same caddy, Panther. And, and you know, he grabs a flag and he's just standing over. And I was like, hey, FYI, like he's really sensitive to like motion. Are you standing kind of like in his line of sight? If he yells at you, like, don't take it personal, you know, blah, blah. He's like, oh, thanks. Man. So and he seemed like he was in a pretty good mood, like. The entire time. I mean, how could you not be? You're there. It's like perfect weather, not a breath of breath of wind or anything. And uh, also, just kind of looking back on the trip, like I don't remember much of Bandon Dunes at all. And I think it's because, like, I remember walking away from the course, going, "Man, that was awesome! Just every hole was great." But like, it's just 
like it was so much to take because it's just so gorgeous out there. The the cliffs, the ocean, the the pine trees. And it was like the first round we played so much golf. It's kind of hard to yeah. think back to, you know. Yeah, well, I was saying, yeah. what, what do we play? 124 different holes in four days? Something like that, because we played the par three, yeah. Yeah, 126, yeah. So, yeah, it's, like, kind of hard to go back. I, I watched the flyover today. It's like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that one, but, like, I didn't remember what I did on any of them. Like, right. And it's not because it wasn't, like, a solid course. I think it was just because it was, like, the first of a very long trip and, like, couldn't do that. But anyways, uh, I won't get into the whole tipping situation, but, like, I talked to Panther later, and he's like, that guy, sorry, Ryan. But, like, it was kind of funny because it's like, that was, yeah. I thought that like Slim was very well behaved, but there must he must like kind of sneak away. You know what I mean? Like like maybe when like when no one else is around, he's like Yeah. No, I saw the whole thing unfold too. Cause I was I was in the I didn't go to the trails with you guys right after and find some shit going on and I had to find a notary. <clears throat> so I'm standing in the bar eating lunch and I see him like just brace off. I'm like, well, that's probably because I I thought it was gonna be like Cabot, where basically you pay your caddy, but then like a lot of the stuff is you just kind of charge it back to the room. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't quite know what was going on there, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily. His words, not mine. He basically thought that he had the caddy for like the whole trip, or he had the caddy at least for the whole day, so he was gonna have Panther later. So he's like, I only have this much cash, or I'll get you back. Oh yeah, I mean so is that real or not, but. Right. I mean, who who cares about that? Like, to me, honestly, like, I, I, I'll believe that. Like, actually, the weirder thing was that, you know, after we came off, if we're going to get into that, after we came off, the starter comes up to me and he's like, you know, this was my fault. You know, I the, the caddies are $100 plus gratuity. And, you know, he came up to both me and Schmidt, probably thinking that the two young guys, you know, one of us was the guy. Sure. He's like, yeah, well, well, Panther got a $4 tip. And, you know, we've just never seen a $4 tip before. So, you know, was something wrong? Like, I gave him 140 bucks, and I thought that was real. It kind of came to feel like 140 was kind of like the expected. Well, so we had talked to Tractor earlier in the week, and he did not say 40, right? He said he didn't say 104. He didn't say, he said 125, yeah, right? Yeah. But what did and you guys think we of the uh, I, I was always between 120 and 160. Yeah. Depending on how good of a job they did. Yeah, I gave one guy 160 because it was the fucking, we can get to that day in a second, but it was like sure. the worst. You know, that was, yeah. you earned every fucking penny. So, but yeah, no, I loved it. I loved Banana. It was just gorgeous, epic views, some awesome holes. I thought like all the holes on the water there, especially too, were like good holes. You know, like they're drivable. It wasn't a drivable par four, but like, what was it, 17 or 16? The one with the water on the right where it kind of goes a little... Yeah, 16. It's it's more drivable, I think, from the up T. Okay. If you get the, if you get the right wind. Yeah, Other, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a great closing. I thought 17, 17 were top three. Hey, Paul, you got anything else before you got to take off with that you want to get in? Or yeah, sorry, both my kids apparently woke up, so my wife okay. needs a hand. Um, no, I guess I'd give them... I'm sure you guys will get into the weather... A couple rounds. Um, I'd say like everybody's always like, "What's your rankings?" I'd probably go Pack Dunes, Bannon Dunes, Bannon Trails, Old Mac, and that should, that'd be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Go take I care of the kids. So. If you can get back, we'd love to hear more from you. All right, cool. Later, right. later. Be well, later, bud. Okay, so then we did trails. Who'd you play with the trails, or what did you think of trails too? I, so that's my number one, but I didn't get to play Pack. I love okay. trails. I thought it was fantastic. Um, 
Yeah, I thought just the overall shot making, you kind of got to bring it. It's really easy to lose a ball out there. I, I feel like Bandon is a little more just like fucking hit it yeah. off the tee. But Bandon from the back tees, the par threes are fantastic. Um, they're, they're exceptional. They're all they're like really, really good. They're all like five iron and plus. Was it? Would you say six iron plus? Um, well, I hit, so I hit hybrid into two, but I think that was just because it was cold and into the wind. It's only plays like 210 uphill, but it was playing like real, probably 230 yeah. that day. Um, there's one on the back, I can't remember, probably 14, 15, 13, 14, 15, something like that, mm-hmm. that that was like, the green just runs off kind of a direction. And that was, again, into the wind. So that was like, a, I think Scotty hit five iron short. I hit four iron short. That was that was crazy. And then you're trying to get it up and down from a green that's 20 feet over your head, 15 feet over your head, kind of flopping it. And I hit actually an okay shot that landed probably just short. Didn't know where the pin was, like dead in backs. Roll off the back almost a freaking, oh, yeah. what a hole. I think the caddy said that that was for part three. Now, granted, they probably went back. 4.8? Yeah. It was nuts. That's crazy. It was, it was just, you, it was, you had to hit a really good, uh, you had to take a very conservative play on the hole and probably play it to the front third on the left portion of that, whatever. Yeah. I, anyways, I love trails too. I thought trails, was, you kind of got to pay attention off the tee. It felt like the North Woods in Minnesota. And then every once in a while, you'll kind of get exposed in view. But I just thought it was a really fun, great golf course. And that one was the Cork Crenshaw, right? I'm pretty sure. Huh? I don't, I, honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Cork Crenshaw. Like, McKee is due. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that one a lot, too. I probably would. I think I, I agree with Paul on my rankings, even though I don't remember specifically about Bandon. I just remember loving every shot. But I also loved that, like, it was a one ball sort of golf course. And the first time I played, yeah. first time I played it, um, <laughs> the caddy comes up to me. He's like, do you mind if I take some stuff out of here? You got, you got like 14 balls in here. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? But like I used one ball in the front nine. So you're on the first 18 at Bandon. So I'm like, okay. He's like, okay, well, how was six for you? I'm like, great. You don't think it's just like that last thing. Well, I fucking lost like four balls in the first three holes and like kind of giving my caddy shit it's like how many balls we got left in there uh two sir thank you but we survived we had to do some like scavenging for balls that was find extras yeah that was the only round i didn't play well but it just um yeah i was i was kind of spraying it off the tee i didn't have my rhythm i lost a lot of balls so that that kind of took a lot of the fun out of it for me is like i know they're wide but like yeah and if I did find my ball, like if I missed the fairway and I did find my ball, it, like you had no shot or you were like in some sort of bush, you know, but it shouldn't have been there to begin with for sure. That was awesome. And then uh, I guess it's the day two. Day two was uh, one of Old the McDonald's. worst weather days. One of the worst weather days I, you could ever draw up. It was blowing, I don't know, probably sustained 30 plus. Yeah. Like I, I've been telling people, yeah, like it was blowing between 25 and 40. Yeah, it was it was gusting to forty. I don't think yeah, it gusting to forty. Cold. No, felt like you couldn't. Walk, but it was uh, it just yeah, it never really. Um, the wind. Was, it was also forty six degrees. Driving. Yeah, cold. And driving rain that hurt. Like there was times where I was, like I like was looking around like what was that that just hit me? It was like oh that was rain. There has to be like some sleet there. I mean it was it was insanity. Like. In zero world would I have been at my home course and playing in that conditions, but I had a blast doing it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I I think I just kind of embraced it with my partner, and then uh, and that was like kind of the start of the tournament, right? And yeah, so, oh yeah. And the, and the fact that we were 
uh, we were all pretty miserable, but I was having fun, you know, crushing some dishes and having laughs, just hanging with my buddies. And we were all miserable. And, you know, the, it was comedy. So in the ninth hole, it's a modified Chapman, right? So you both hit your tee shots and your partner hits your ball. Um, I barely got it over this bunker and had 132 to driving rain and our caddy just starts cracking. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, I just, I want to take a picture of what your partner's hitting. And he had, he had his like lowest hybrid is basically hitting a two iron from oh, yeah. two. And he hit it short. No, he got it about pin high, but anyway. It was just from how far, there. from how far out? Bullsby hit a, like a dick high three hybrid 130, about 130. That's crazy. And I mean, I hit three iron, or I hit four iron from 30, like, later in the round but that was when we were all super saturated you know you kind of had both rain grips on all day and it was fun yeah and then once our partners or our opponents started to remelt down then it's just loving and you're having a good time because you still got to finish the round right yeah so we're like what time are we going to go over to pack like what how early should we get there i kind of want to hit some range balls or i got to get a better feel you know and they're like this is you're not playing i'm like oh god yeah it's a tournament we can't not play in the afternoon and my partner turns to me after about like 14 or 15. I, I know you really want to play, Ryan. I'm like, I, I just, I, I'd rather just go drink. And I'm like, of course, we're not going to actually play. We just need to really sell it. Like, we're so excited to be here. And this is so much fun. And we, you know, but. So when it was all said and done, the caddies were like kind of looking at me. Like, like you, I heard that you want to go play. Um, I, I guess we could probably find a caddy. Well, so so that's funny oh, too. I want to get. I want. I want to get into my match with tractor and sides and that stuff too. Which is too bad that those two guys aren't here for now. But uh, but so later on in the evening, like or so after that, we decided we're not doing it. But we all decided to go to Pack Dunes for uh, for lunch. Uh, you weren't there, Rhino. But uh, everybody's like, man, like I know Rhino's like looking like everybody's like, oh, Rhino's looking a place to like. After we get done with that, I'm like, I'm looking outside. I'm like, I could go do like punch bowl or something if Rhino really wants to play. So I shoot you a message like, hey, you want to do some golf related activity this morning? And I just get back the one word answer. No. I was like, oh, okay. Thank God. I was just trying to help out here. That was about three minutes after I got out of a 300 shower. Oh, yeah. It was like. No, no 100%. I'm not going back on that. It was like one of the top 10 showers of your life. Like oh, my God, yeah. Um, not going to lie, it was kind of hard to find my dick in the shit, but it was just oh, that yeah. fucking yeah, we cold. All, we, all commented, we all commented on like what <laughs> what that looked like when we pulled out your pants after it was all sudden. They're like, whoa. It's okay. like, you know, I'm I'm, home, I'm away from the house. I'm like, maybe I should try to like, you know, stroke it a little bit, but I couldn't even do it because I couldn't like unlike for all the the dick and then it, like once i did it felt like i had some 90 year old fucking chick you know stroking my dick i was this is not working i just gave up i was like nope not gonna happen so uh moving on grab some chopsticks from the the tree yeah we uh so paul rhino and i and then rainbow was the other one we had a match so it was paul and i versus tracker and rainbow oh and we should get into that too about how i was not on team rhino but Anyways, we had an awesome match going. Uh, I think we like we were three up at one time on the front side, but they they won the last two holes in the front to to bring it back to one, and they won the ninth hole with a double. I mean, that's like when it started to really kind of like get yeah, intense, I think. But then uh, 
Like on the back nine, our, our format was a scramble. And Paul and I were just really striking the ball well. Like, you know, one of the two of us every single time. We had probably three or four birdie looks from about 10 feet. Made zero of them. And while we've got this birdie look, they're like 40, 50 yards off the green. Thinking like, you know, we got this in hand. They'd like chip it up to seven feet and then drain the putt. Tractor made probably five or six putts from like seven to 15 feet. It was so like it there was one time I was like, man, my hands are really cold. You know what I mean? It's like, and that was like at 12. It's like, okay, is this gonna be bad? But like the match was so good. You couldn't like walk away from it. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, if you get a sour attitude, it's just gonna be even less fun. So like right. take it for what it is. You're never gonna do this again unless you're an idiot. Yep. I mean, it's would you do it again? I mean, I guess like now that I've done it, it it would have to be somewhere super special. Like I've played, I played in a comparable win, and like I, I, not that I was playing that car, but Caddy's really close coming with that. I wasn't like, this is the worst weather you've ever seen because it's still kind of springtime. They they they, share, they play in the winter, right? And it happens. Um, but they were both caddies were like, <clears throat> no, no, we've seen way, way, way worse than this, but you don't see it for five and a half hours, like sustained driving fucking wind and like this much wind and this much wind in this rain. You might get this for two hours. You might get it for a, a nine hole stretch, but you don't, because we, I mean, we were all like fucking saturated T-bots. I will say that, that, that those greens drain fantastically. Like there was no standing water on it uh, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. And yeah, I asked kind of the caddies the same thing and they said, well, we, we had, we had South for the winter, so we don't see that, but like, this will be the worst that we, that we're out in all year. Um, sure. Like you said, I don't think any of them were disappointed that we weren't going back out for another round. And uh, yeah, no. And I, I love sheep or not sheep ranch, old Mac. I thought it was a lot. Of fun. I would love to go back and play that in like good, but there were some just awesome holes, like very unique or approach shots for that matter too. Paul, you're back. You got to go. We're still going. Yeah, we're still, we're only on day two. So we're, still, we're just, we're on day two. I just got done talking about our match. Do you have anything to add about our match? Oh, in the shit? Yeah, in the shit. No, Tractor is an asshole. <laughs> Those guys are getting up and down from everywhere in, in a scramble. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was as bad as it gets weather. So yeah, Rhino's so we, a north. Rhino's on the North Pole Pole Tour, and I don't think he's probably played it. No, no, I haven't. I've played in wind. I've played in way colder, but I've never played in driving rain like that. Where I'm like, it's bleeding on me. What is this? And they're like, I was trying to think like specific yeah. wind and rain, dude. You're fine. Like, like our black wolf. Like our Black Wolf 84 best ball, I don't think it rained that hard. It didn't hard. rain. It was more we walked outside, or at least one of us walked outside in wet clothing. It was like a high It rained the day, a ton the day before, but the day before was like yeah. warmer and cold. Oh, we so were on big, carts for it. Yeah. Big shout out to Bannon Dunes on this run, because there's going to be a couple like not so big shout outs to Bannon's, but like the the shoe dryers in the room. Mwah. So, yeah, I mean it was so uh, awesome. the shoe dryer slash head cover driver dryer <laughs> slash sock dryer slash glove dryer slash underwear dryer. Paul's got this, and I normally have a like a stuffed animal, like a, a moose head cover. Yeah. Paul's got this dog one. I took yes. my moose off before we started. And Paul had his dog one on, and at one point his caddy tossed it to me, and the thing weighed like fucking fifteen. <laughs> that was pounds. probably a bad. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> but even my leather head covers were soaked like oh yeah waterlogged too yeah but they probably didn't weigh as much as actually my putter one like i think my 
my putter head cover is still one. But yeah, so they, they got shoe dryers in the room and those were really nice and that helped. But yeah, so we 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 bailed on pack dunes that day because yeah, we went out there for lunch. We were saying, yeah, we went out there for lunch. Come on up for lunch. <laughs> yeah, we have a great lunch prepared. <laughs> oh yeah, and then so yeah, so day two of uh the knot or round one, day two, we just go and oh, that was the preserve day, right? What'd you guys think of the preserve? It was fun. Uh, yeah. And how did that compare? Did you have no wind on the first time you played it too, Rhino? Uh, no, it was it was windy, but it was sunny. So it was like 55 and blowing 15, which is okay. all right. So I think that, like, tell me what you're, I thought that that would have been way more fun with like a 10 to 15 mile per hour wind than the second time. Correct. You it, and it's way more fun in the afternoon where you grab a bag of beers, you go as a post starter morning. And it, I mean, it was a nice gentle in the day, but um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's super fun. I, yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. Like, I have my, no issues. If I play, I mean, you're playing it. I'd play it anytime, other than you know, in bad weather. I would not play that one in bad weather. That's just way more. Yeah, fun. kind of dick around on. Yeah, like so, it was awesome. Yeah, my takeaway, like you have just so many shots that are like 100 to 120, which was fun because they're huge greens, lots of stuff going on. But because you got these huge greens from 120, and there's no wind, it was like I think it took a lot of like the craziness out of it that could be in, yeah. in like bigger wind there, there were yeah I, I felt like there were more like 50 to 90 yard shots or you've got more like an actual I, I had some nine irons and i think i had a six iron into seven iron. yeah yeah no i think no i think everything was pretty much like 100 you're problem. right probably yeah the, totally the closer to shots was 50 yard shot or 55 yard shot on the one like over the the big dune oh yeah that was that pin. was super tough yeah. yeah with the front pin yeah yeah, no, that anyway. yeah, no, and and that was awesome, and that would be that would be very very. I guess that one would be easier with a wind right in your face, but oh yeah, but downwind, it's way right, exactly. But yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was great, fun time. Um, that's a hundred bucks. I guess I'm fine with that. Like, you just don't want to lose your ass, in- right? Made I made I made two, almost made three. We had worn our entire force of. <laughs> It was about pu- the putting was hard, not even because of the punch. Like it just the greens are so they were yeah. really shitty. We played them on Tuesday, which they just like that. So they were actually better come Friday. But yeah, so there was like absolutely no wind, no rain that day, mid fifties. But then we go over to the sheep ranch, and first nine holes were fantastic. When it about nine, up like the bit. first five or six. It wasn't until it wasn't until that par five that we started to have standing water. That was the part where I was done. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was just kind of sleety. not it done, but sleety. But it was it was misting and like light rain. I would say. Yeah. But they had so like much there. rain for the last couple of days that like it didn't take much for yeah. Puddles. And and I was really impressed with that course too. I think that's kind of I think I would put that more into like the preserve category though, where like. You know, it's just kind of a fun go dick around sort of day. It's a course like there's all the bunkers out there are grass bunkers and you're not really getting many bad lies in those grass bunkers to begin with. They just kind of more frame the hole than anything. But like, remember when we played Raptor Bay, um, which Mm -hmm. is another golf course that had zero bunkers, like it just didn't, there was nothing that like really framed the hole up and everything's and everything sort of blended together. And I didn't feel like you had that problem with Sheep Ranch. Yep. So, but again, but this was like 100-yard fairways or wide, 100-yard wide fairway. Um, I mean, I think like Tractor shot 75, I shot 75. Rhino, you probably shot 70. 70. What'd you shoot? 
no, I was probably Scotty and I both kind of fucked up early, but then we we kind of got down. I think we were like three under on the final twelve hole. Okay, probably like that. Probably yeah, good. but the, the I mean, you can definitely go get it. It's drivable for sure. The biggest part too was like with the standing water. It got to that point where like the very first hole that it happened on was a par five that Scott and I both hit into. I probably yeah. had like thirty feet free throw. He had like seventy feet, and he lagged it, and he had still had like left. I was like, I can't. I got to get because I like my. So the very next hole, like I had the same thing. He hit it on the right side of the pond and lagged it up to like a foot. Give me and by pond, and I you had mean the like, pond in the green? Yes, correct. And so like my caddy's like, I'm like, I don't know what should I do? Try and hit this with like a seven iron? I'm like yeah. So I chipped it like hot, and it goes. And then he's like, give it. it's good. We probably like, should have okay. just made it, like we tried to like move it, but we should we probably should have just at that point just putts or something like. Yeah, <laughs> we thought about doing that too. And so I tried doing that. If you have thirty feet on one side of it, just trying to go equidistant to like some place you could kind of. Right, but some greens you like really yeah. couldn't find it where you I couldn't know. putt. Them. Yeah, that's just it. It's like I tried doing it, but it was on that par five, mm-hmm. and I was the only one that hit it on two, so nobody was like gonna give me the automatic birdie especially sure. chris hansen so oh and on that hole so i asked do we want to do automatic two putts because he's got just as long of a putt i do his is just for birdie reminds for eagle he hits it up to about four and a half feet it was about the length of a putter and he starts bitching at me because i wouldn't give him the putt like i just asked you for fucking auto two putts it's not inside the leather it's just barely inside the length of your club and he he was not pleased but so we we did just kind of move it to where like get it equidistant it has to be equidistant but then it kind of became to well i've got this downhill right to left slider but i'm gonna go equidistant to straight up the fucking hill you know but no we we had a good time good match i really like that course too um it would be fun to play dry yeah tractor had played it before so he was able to show me like some of the vantage points there's like three or four keys that he brought me back on that you, I was like, this is fucking spectacular. Like this is this rivals like old head in terms of just like it's a pretty good hole, but the shot itself is like nerve wracking almost. Like, There's one tee fuck. that dog like left kind of on the ocean. You can like tee off from like down lower. You're hitting almost up over the yep. cliff, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And then six was one. They've yeah. got a, a tee back that you're really just like he's like on a clear day. This shot, so it's kind of right. like seventeen at Cabot, but it's a but it's a good hole. Like yeah. It doesn't. You don't have to hit it two thirty to get it down. Obviously, you have to play it out. Yeah. It, that, so the, for that reason, like I think maybe I just don't remember enough about Old Mac to like really gauge it. Like you said, there's great holes out there. I don't. I don't know. I was looking at my fucking shoes the whole day. Right. Yeah. And like just the the beauty and like there are numerous times I just got lost in ocean. Like like a cheap branch that 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 notched it above old mac for me but i totally totally understand yeah that's like when we were out at pacific dunes also like early in the back nine i think i like look over and like literally just on the other side of like the hill like 100 yards away i'm like oh there's the entire old mcdonald golf course like i did not know well pacific dunes was right here <laughs> the other day because again i was looking at my shoes yeah I remember seeing like a couple holes from it, but like I also yeah. didn't remember being able to see so much of Old McDonald was on Old McDonald. Like when I like right. was on Pack doing looking at Old McDonald, yeah, it's like that doesn't really. It actually looked more. I thought that I was like it looks more like Sheep Ranch, and all those people are sheep, just kind of was really <laughs> flat looking. But when you were on that, you didn't get that sense. So I'd really like to get back and play that one. But mm-hmm. did you win your match, uh, Rhino, or did you lose at? No, I, I ended up losing. Um, I was like, we were square, I think, through nine. 
he birdied like I think oh yeah I hit it right in the divot on ten he gutted it hit it to about twenty feet I two putted he buried it to go one up and then the big turning point was a couple of holes like um the par the second par five on the back nine I I gutted it he hit it left into the hay was able to get like three wood onto it I'm I'm like. 195 middle of the fairway and a terrible chunk of kind of in this spot. He yes, was a good match. I don't, would you say that losing your match was your worst experience at Sheep Ranch? Uh, no, 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 not losing my match. No, losing, losing the match, match wasn't like the, the, the worst part. <laughs> well, his team won because, <laughs> yeah, my team won and then we won the most interesting home golf. My team took away one point out of it to put us up three. Um, and I knew that at least one more of those matches out there pretty crooked. So I was feeling pretty good about everything. I was going to get my first Richard win. And uh, so we went up, paid our caddies, brought our clubs to the backdrop and get another to shoot. And uh, we headed down to the to the 18 green just to kind of see how everything played out. And when it was all said and done, we were starting to get ready to get in our cars and get on shuttles. 16 individuals, 15 sets of clubs. Then that kind of sets me into like... Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Say that again? There were 16 people. Yeah, 15 sets of clubs was all said and done. The day was over, and my team had won. So I was excited about that, but my clubs had gone. Your clubs just went missing. What? What? So okay. So clearly, what's? So then I start like back in my mind. I'm like, well, what could have happened? What should have happened? I was in a good mood. Like when I walked off, I wasn't like angry to the point where I would like throw them in the trash or something like that <laughs> and throw them off of a cliff. We're not that close to a cliff. I'm pretty sure, you know, you're just racking your mind like, well, what the fuck, where could they be? Thankfully, like after the round, you know, I take my wallet out and my phone. I don't really carry that much valuable shit in my bag, but you know, I'm like, well, where the fuck are my clubs? So yeah, then that, that starts like a whirlwind 48 hours, chaos and panic. And, you know, talking to the band and staff and talking to Kat, everybody. Not to mention, after those deschutes, you know, you're feeling pretty good. <laughs> like, you know, right, yeah. Like, you know, the last really... thing I want to do is I got to go in the pro shop and, like, tell this guy all the, everything that happened. And here's the make and model of my club. And, like, let's rehash it again. Try not to get fucking emotional and angry. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good about it, but they're like, I have seen that happen. Like, well, is that true or is that not true? Um, and, yeah, I mean, Tractor was, you know, in our group and we we had kind of heard like the guys in front of us sounded pretty fucking they they just yahoos. Like maybe like there was a mistake there, but then that doesn't make sense because then you'd think there'd be in your bag. Like somebody else would have my clubs and I would have their set. So Or within like or within like three hours somebody go, Oops. Yeah, yep, exactly. Call the pro shop and then yeah, they, I'm guessing somebody's in clubs with them or whatever. But uh yeah, that never happened. So uh, we never found your clubs. But, yeah, they did. Oh, they did find him. Yeah. When? Uh, as, as soon as I got to Seattle. Oh, serious? that's awesome. I didn't know this. <laughs> oh, that's why I sent my the Donald Rumsfeld, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought, no, yeah, well, you thought you were talking about the basketball shit or whatever. No, no. Oh, okay. No, it was. Um, so yeah, then this is a story there. So I had talked to a gal. Um, you know, it sucked because my Saturdays kind of shot. Like I'm playing with rental clubs, and they were cool about it. They're like, you know, here's balls, and like you can pick out any like brand of club that you want. I'm like, okay, cool. I should add Some quickly, plan. you handled that very well, I'll say. So probably better than I, I might have. I, I tried to. I mean, I tried not to be a dick bag about it because at right. the end of the day, like, well, I you had a right to be. You, you were not to. very, you were not very cheerful on Saturday morning. I will say Saturday that. was. I was. I wasn't in a really. No, but you didn't like. You were like, like oh, yeah. flushed out like. 
by the time I had to start picking out rentals and realize that like, okay, this is my day. Like I'm going to have to play with this. And it wasn't even like shit. It was nice stuff, but you know, standard link X flex, like all that. So I played out of like tractors bag and um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of like, it, it just tarnished the trip for me. But um, like I said, it's kind of, it, I told this guy Clayton, super apologetic, very nice. It's a trip runner. It's not a life runner. Like I'm, I'm good. And again, I'm still going to have a million great stories to say about this place. Wait, wait, wait. So where did they find them? So this is because this to me, this to me was where they fell short was that we knew who the group was in front or they should know who the group was in front of us. Now, maybe, now maybe it's hard to get a hold of people. You know what I mean? Because like if somebody tried calling me, if I got a fucking Oregon call on my phone, I'm probably not it. You know what I mean? Like, or some unknown phone. Even if it's from Oregon, we could leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. Well, they know what rooms. They know what rooms are in. They can go. They know to the what room. rooms are. Yeah. And in the next yeah. morning, when they tee off, right? We had two days well, left at this point, or we they had one day left, right? We had one. We had one day left. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and that there, was, there wasn't a sense of urgency that I got from. Did you get a sense, a sense of urgency? I got a sense of urgency because it had been escalated to like general manager and caddies were brought in, and they were like, "No, like this is goofy." Then there's speculation. He branches the furthest one down, like it's close to each access. Oregon meth heads. Exactly. There, there was a shift change that was kind of taking place. And again, it's kind of a shitty day. Like maybe that it didn't sound like the place was really manned at that point. Um, so like pretty, pretty empty parking lot. Like wouldn't be too hard to like zip in there and snag it. But then my other thought was like, well, why? If somebody had a car, like why would you take one set? It's not like my bag. Trackers are right there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, there's a, you could have taken another two or three sets with you. Um, yeah. So they, I would, I would give them a B on the overall thing. There were a couple questions I had in terms of like, yeah, why aren't we contacting the groups? Why aren't we contacting everyone? You know, like, um, I'll play right. bulletin, like fucking set a club. All you have to do is send a text message out. I got tons of text messages from rate your experience one to 10, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, anyway. And also like, I, it got to the point where I was like, are we going to file a police report? Like, do I need to get insurance involved here? Mm-hmm. And you know, general, general managers like, well, we'll, we'll figure it. I didn't talk to him directly. I was always with a couple of them. They were great. And they were like, well, you know, I, this is kind of unprecedented, but no, we'll, we'll make it right. Did, did you what, ever what let them know what that you that had the number one golf po- podcast in Kazakhstan? It, it, no, just that was just a mistake. <laughs> okay. Um, it, but anyway, yeah. So fast forward, uh, she got out. She was like, she couldn't have been nicer. But yeah, I heard about this yesterday. Um, you know, working with Clayton, like I'll turn on duty for a little bit. So it, it, as I left property, I was running hot, but I wasn't really running hot. I was just like defeated. And I was like, you know, at the very least, I'll probably get a new set of clubs. I don't know. Whatever. Well, it's just that you're in the middle of moving from Minnesota to New Jersey. The last thing you need is something else to fucking worry about, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you were signing, like you had to have like notaries sign shit while you're there. Like you've got a lot of fucking right. moving parts. There, there, there's plenty going on. Um, and yeah, but anyways, uh, kind of brought up speed. Get on the plane, airplane mode. Turn on uh, my my phone as soon as we land in Seattle. And I've got uh, Mr. Ryan. We have great news for you. Your bag has been located. Please call us at this number. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's fantastic news. Like now there's so many questions, and I was kind of t- talking to Steensland and Bold. Like, so what, what the were the time. answers? So what actually do we know what happened now? Yeah, so here's here, we don't know much, and that's and that's the part. And I was like, I, as I'm talking to the gal, I'm like, uh, I, I don't know if you're necessarily privy to this info, but man, I would really like to know who this jerk off was, and like, I, whatever. And so basically, what had happened was, 
another group had taken the set of clubs accidentally, and they were apparently just sitting near the bag drop at Pacific on Sunday morning at like 10 o'clock. They were like, wait, so they were, so, oh, so they just brought them, they just set them somewhere, like to not like, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound like they were turned in. They were just dropped at Pack Dune backdrop, and people were like, "This is pretty much because I've got a giant fucking bear on my head." Cover. It was it was that like that group was playing there that day. Don't know, don't know. Oh. Didn't ask that question. Well, that that would be my number one question: is like the they should have found it the next morning because correct. Right. Figure that out the, where those people are playing the next morning. Go ask them. Yeah, that sucks. Or did like the bus driver like was it just left on a bus or one of the vans? You know, sure. like group like they people I, just threw their clubs on the thing and I would have guessed they would have had kind of an all points bulletin like you know, yeah somebody left yeah, their clubs on and you know what there's no way that a driver like you get off the bus it's not like there's it's a packed bus it's like you and four people all of a sudden you're so, the last so basically off. they sat in somebody's room probably all of Saturday it, they they said it was. Uh, uh, most likely a white van that dropped them. They were kidnapped. So, oh, I wonder if they had. I wonder if they had bought a van or something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yep. Yep. And, well, so they they looked at the video to see who dropped them off. Yeah. Yep. And again, they didn't have like a lot to share with me. Guessing they're dropping. And they that. dropped them off Sunday morning, not Saturday morning. morning. Like, no, oh, okay. No, well, no. Oh no, we no, played Sunday morning. So we yeah. do. They went missing about three o'clock ish. or uh, Friday mid afternoon on Friday. On Friday, and then they were dropped off on Sunday. Packed. That's the story. But how do you not again, like call somebody like the man? The, like mean you like, hey, like we screwed up. We have this person's clubs. Here's his name because it's on his bag tag. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's any of it's our like listeners know really. some people that have a similar story, but on the opposite end of uh, of Bannon Dunes this week, we'd love to hear all twelve of you. Yeah, so they're like, uh, okay, do you want us to overnight them to you? And I'm like, no, two day air them. That's fine. Appreciate it. And where where are you having them send them to? I'm having a, so I'm not having, a, it looks like I'm in a sex dungeon, just like the weird portion of the base, Airbnb. I'm having my folks. Oh, sweet. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's, awesome. Gotta be... it's awesome that you got your clubs. I mean, you just got something, your clubs, yeah, right? Something goofy has to, I don't know. Something, there's still yeah. something goofy about it. I'm so yeah. glad that it was just like an honest mistake. I wish that like whoever did it, like. We don't know that it remedied was it. Honest. I don't know. But... Well, they didn't, they didn't steal it to like list them on Craigslist, which is kind of like the number one suspect. Right. I was checking Craigslist and eBay and yeah. Portland. Yeah. Like somebody just, somebody thought they were doing their buddy a favor grab their clubs, and then... That's the part that I just don't understand. Is how do you have them for fucking two days? Because if it was like a group's right. like rental van or something, I would guess they were playing Saturday. Like, do, exactly. do, do like, you take a full day, day off? Right, yeah. Like, oh, it's too nice. We're not going to play today. Yeah. So you think they would have realized on Saturday, like... Oh, we have an extra set of clubs. Right. We're really sorry. Hey, probably those fucking interlocking guys. <laughs> So actually, the fu- another the funnier part about this is so we're at trails then you know on Saturday morning so I'm by the bag drop getting ready for my round <clears throat> and there's like I don't know a dozen sets of clubs sitting there and I see like this navy blue bag so I'm like I'm gonna look at this bag just you never know maybe it's Rhino's bag so I kind of pick like flip the bag tag and it's some random all of a sudden this guy like the standard just goes oh you checking him out. I kind of look at him. It's like, oh, everybody was on high alert. The I was next like, day. I was like, are these? I was like, oh, these are like, are, you know, oh, I'm like, are these yours or whatever? He goes, yeah. I said, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I said, a buddy of ours in our group has an Avu bag and his clubs got taken yesterday. So I was just looking to, I'm not trying to take your clubs. Like, so it almost like flipped. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, are you? Then he just like kind of 
once he realized what I was doing, he's like, oh my God, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, a place like this? And well, that's just I'm like, yeah, like- sorry to like go fiddling with your bag. I, you know, it's on names. Thought I'd checked, you know, 16 hours ago. I mean, it's not like it's convenient to if you're looking to go steal a bag of clubs either. You know what I mean? It's like there's literally like 12 locals that could be like responsible. Because there was no other bag sitting there, right? Rhino, like. No, tractor's bag was there. No, right, it was but nothing. Like, we were like. Yeah, so it wasn't like somebody took your bag and left theirs. You know, they would have exactly. had to have had an extra bag if they. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I go through. But yeah, so. So that was. Or unless three. it was an Uber driver or something and they the people took their. I don't know. I don't know that we need to get in dinner no. or the dinner speeches. No, no there were maybe too many, but. Three, uh, three dinner speeches. Yeah. Three dinner speeches by one guy. One of them was a limerick that lasted an appropriate amount of time, and the other two were. Not. But. And then, uh, so yeah, just fast forward to Saturday, I guess. And yeah. Played trails in the morning again. And, and the flipping happened instead of me being Paul's. Yeah. Partner, yeah. yeah. So badly. Well, it was really the fall and the spring that, that my handicap is now higher than tractor. But instead of deciding to quit the game of golf, I decided to read. Rhino and I got to be partners. Rhino was, you weren't in your best, but we, we won some money. You played, you played well. Like, yeah, well, we were all fucking dragging too. I mean, this is day four. Yeah, of fucking, you started to get pretty tired day four. That second day took a lot out. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then you, why don't you talk about packing? Yeah, and then uh, Gusty went in that morning and said like, "Hey, is there any chance?" Because we were set. We had four tee times over at Bandon Dunes again that afternoon, and uh, you know we didn't get to play Pacific because we got rained out. So he went in the shop at Trails in the morning and said, "Hey, like, is there anything at Pack Dunes this afternoon?" I said, well, we only have one tea time available, like 2.40 or something. So he's like, well, just give us that one and then keep the uh, three at Bannon Dunes. Well. So felt, yeah, it was one of those deals where we had to kind of pick four or you could, only four people could go. And I think, what, would we have seven people that had never been there before? Yeah, but like, yeah. but but Marty had zero desire to play in Punch Green. Rhino, you yeah. just didn't give a shit at that point. Well, I'd rental clubs, yeah. I'm like, I'll come back. And, and I was in that mode too. I was like, look, if somebody else really wants to, they can take my spot. You know, I don't. Yeah, no, I'll I be back. I think we're all kind of like, I'll be back. Chad and Chad and Gussie were the ones that went the shop, so I was like, dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I guess I went to one to take yours, but I would have. Yeah. And Nard, Nard was the other one. Nard's like, he, no, he was so like, just like, I'll just go play that other one. That's fine. Yeah. He didn't like. Yeah. He wasn't butt hurt about it at all. But I'm so glad that he wasn't because I'm so glad that I do it. Like, yeah. So it was yeah. The four of me, Moose, Gus, Chad were there and played. And it was a nice afternoon. Little little breezy, not terrible, but sun sun was out and. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was I didn't, still and again, that was one too. Where all of a sudden we were on like I don't know, must have been like 11, 10 or eleven, and all of a sudden I see like Marty and those literally on it, you know, a hill seventy five yards away. Yeah, and I was like, oh, those guys must have got a tea time over here too. And the caddy's like, nope, that's six at Bandon Dunes. Oh, no idea <laughs> that these two courses came that close to me. Yeah, that that was kind of my takeaway too. Uh, like I was, I was so surprised, but. It seems and feels like such a, a massive footprint, but like yeah. it's not like a long little shuttle ride. Lodges are all, re- or cottages are all really close to the lodging. Yeah, I mean, she the branch lodge, is five minutes. Bandon. Like it's not right. Yeah, a mile down the road, and McKee's Pub is like right there. The bunker bar. Yeah, like our room, we were kind of towards the end of Chrome Lake, so it was very easily walkable from our room up to the little trail. 
don't know, yeah. did you ever walk moose like you were down one more section? Sure, you could. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, I walked down. Like, it wasn't a tough walk to, like, walk up to McKees from our place. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did, I did it once, but then, like, I learned how, like, the shuttle service is awesome. So they've got, yeah. like, probably six yeah. or seven shuttles going at the time. Never wait more than a couple months. Yeah, so I was asking, I was like, how many of you guys got going and, like, like we have six, seven, and if we're short staffed, we probably have six. But our goal is always to pick you up within five minutes of getting the call. The calls yeah. go into the bag room, though, and so sometimes they'll miss them, and then somebody will just do that. I didn't really yeah. actually, I think one time we like called and had to just recall to make sure they, yeah. you know, knew it was us or knew to yeah. pick us up. But <laughs> yeah, I had we had one, it was fine because we weren't like a huge rush, but yeah. we, uh, me. Vice, Gusty, and Nard went up to, uh, I think it was the morning, was it the last morning? I think it was the last morning before trails. We went up to, we are going to go to Pacific for breakfast because they had pretty good breakfast up there. So we get picked up and the lady's like, bear with me guys, it's my first day. We're like, some, like she's not, like, we're like, no worries ma'am. Okay, I got to do one more pickup and then, you know, we'll go. Okay, sounds good. Well, then she turned out the wrong way. She had to like, do this big loop around it took a few minutes and then goes to the i think the oh she was looking for chrome lake like the 700s yeah so she turned right out of there she's like oh crap i went the wrong way so she had to loop up back by the lodge you know the main lodge up there and around and back to where we came from drove it's like 400 500 600 she's like there's no 700s and she turns around she's like see there's no 700s So she pulls over, calls. He's like, hey, I'm having a hard time finding the 700s. The little lady on the other end is like kind of annoying. She's like, remember, four or five sixes are on one side, 700s. Oh, so it's across the street? <laughs> yep. Which, in her defense, it doesn't say seven, doesn't say the room numbers in that sign. It just said, like, the Grove. Mm-hmm. They should have told her, like, go to seven-something, the Grove. Anyway, so there's two groups to pick up over there. Well, one group is like, we're going to the lodge. Okay, perfect. You know, guys, we're going up to Sheep Ranch. So I'm like, okay, sweet. They'll drop us off. And the guy's like, do they got breakfast up there? I said, yeah. And this is my fault. I said, yeah. I said, they don't really have nowhere to sit. You gotta sit outside. Oh, I don't think we want to sit outside, do we guys? And like, they're having this debate about whether they should go there for breakfast. I'm like, oh, there's a nice fire pit. And, you know, we'll take us to, take us up to the main lodge instead. And then we get these other guys and like, oh, we're going to preserve. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's not that far apart. <laughs> we get picked up first and then we were like the last drop. So it was like a 15 minute deal that should have been. The only thing was I ended up having to order a breakfast sandwich is the latest could be up to 20 minutes to get like the eggs bacon and butter mm-hmm. yeah but other than that yeah those shows. um as far as other combinations go i would say that i thought the rooms were great i love the foot warmer um i'd say that the lodging at at sand valley is better like just kind of like their whole setup there but like not much um the the thing that they could have used more was just more like communal areas or community areas. Like just a lot of people are on guys trips and it felt like every night we were, except for the one night we had dinner in the steakhouse, like it was kind of like scattered to the wind and hard to find spots like to hang together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you have a big group of like we did, yeah, but there's gotta be yeah. others that are doing that. But That's yeah, that, yeah, that was my deal too. It's like they, you know, they, they had the keys and then kind of the main you know, bar lounge were right where we ate the last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but yeah none of them were like they were all pretty small places it wasn't like i mean i guess we never tried going like up to pack dunes for but like, that's a small they, that's a small deal too i mean yeah i mean all the yeah only had also, like eight to ten tables in there they do have dinner up like 
dinner dinner up there. I think you okay. could t- you probably needed a reservation. Yeah, but you didn't have any like kind of community room. You, like there's a lot of good you know places to hang, but just there's so many people there that like it's yeah. just I mean it was never I like, think we got a table every night pretty much. Yeah, but not a table together necessarily. And and that's hard too when you got 16 guys. Yeah. But like yeah, I mean we I was actually surprised that. there weren't like when there's I mean there had to be, you know, how many hundreds of people on property like, there's other times where I'm like, where is everybody? Like, where does everybody go? I don't know. Do people that have like actually, I think a lot like of people the, just go pass the fuck out. Honestly. Probably. Well, they probably get dinner to their rooms or something, maybe, or you know, some people might go into town too. Um, if you had a, if you had like a cabin, I suppose, like with the you know common area, you probably. Yeah. You know, do they have those dinner. options? Do they? Yeah, have they cabins do. With yeah. Common areas? yeah, yeah, like villas. Yeah. Yeah, a little more dough. Yeah, but um, I'm sure if you had that, maybe it's like, hey, does I think they I think they do like room service or <clears throat> I know they have takeout. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose too, everybody's getting done golfing at different times. So yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like, obviously the golf wise, I feel like the golf was the best there. About you know, if we're talking Sand Valley, Cabot, Bandon, Stream Song, the golf was far and away the best there, right? Would you guys argue in any way? Yeah. I mean, five courses. I mean, five courses and every one was like different in its own way, I feel like. And they're all yeah. good. Yep. And Cabot, the two courses were different, but, you know, not as good. I don't think. I mean, yep. and, yeah. Um, I'd go I'd back. Say, but I mean, yeah. I like Cabot, Cabot and Stream Song to me are both like, you know, I'd tell everybody, yeah, you should go, but I wouldn't like, I mean, I'd go them probably, but I wouldn't, you know, I would go to Bannon and Art, you know. For sure. Yeah. There's just yeah. going to be more and more competition. These things are going to be popping up, yeah. right? I'd say so, that Sand Valley some... has like the best like hang though, at least for what we did. You oh, know, yeah. like like they yeah. had like the best sort of, but they didn't really have the restaurants. They had one restaurant, like it was. It was still so new when we were there. Most there was only one club. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Have... And I, I went, I went back last year too. So yeah, how many are they gonna have now? They're gonna have four. They're gonna have four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I played in Madison and I played the par three. Does the par three count as the fourth or no? No. No, the sandbox is different. That's like counting the preserve, of course. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Um. The, no, the Lido opens this year, and then I think they're breaking ground. I think. But I thought the Lido is like private. Oh, it is. Okay. I don't think the Lido is connected to Sand Valley. Got it. Okay. Then I could be wrong on that, but I'm. I know people. That'll make your trip even better. I would. But they've got a lot of land, and it sounds like they're inspired to build it. Yeah, like so. I I really enjoy the Sand Valley experience. I've been there twice, and I really enjoyed that experience. Like I love that you get there and it's like two dollar beers. You know, I mean that whole vibe that they've got going. Um, yeah, the Lido is private, so but it's yeah, right near Sand Valley. Oh, you know what? My other knock on Bandon is, and this is just more of a sexist thing, is that the talent. Was... <laughs> Did you guys notice that too? I, well, yeah. I mean, you're in. I mean, you don't need. It's in the middle there. of nowhere, Oregon. Like right. But I mean, you're able to get a lot of caddies there. I mean, I mean, shit. People are. If you had some decent talent there on it. Like you didn't see a single female that wasn't like a meth head. Well, there. If you saw one hot chick and she's gonna give you beer or whatever, like you'd be like, "Yeah, here you go." Your book, their book, solid for two years. I, I don't think they have to worry about it. <laughs> no, they don't need to worry about it. I'm just talking about like you know. I mean, in terms of like you know what the other thing that would have made it awesome to me, and I think this is like a totally hot take that's totally out there, is that they should have had somebody squeegeeing the greens for us at at Sheep Ran. Like it. It there was it wasn't raining Don't hard. Yeah. No, but like, but you know what? Like, it would it it probably doesn't happen often that they would need to do that. But we we paid two hundred and forty dollars to play on nine holes we couldn't even putt on, right? But now 
if they had like got like a guy out there like pushing these like oh yeah we had him out there squeegeeing the greens like it felt like we you know like that you have, have somebody on all 18 holes no you could have no i don't even think it would take that much because it wasn't even raining that hard it was just pooling you know what i mean it's like you have two guys out there and they get six holes in like 10 minutes you know i don't know again i said it's a hot take i, I know it's not a popular opinion and I know I'm asking people to squeegee greens. I know it's ridiculous. I'm just saying that if you're talking about like, we, we also paid fucking $5,000 for four days of golf. You know what I mean? Like it's, if you're trying to create an experience, I think that that's something that, do they need to do it? Absolutely fucking not. Correct. What? I think when they're, when they're not booked years in advance, then you start to really think about the squeegee. Okay. But you know what? Passes in the seat. Our tea times. Okay. But at the same time though, like, if I'm going to go book again, I'm going to really fucking think about like whether I want to do it, like and how long I'm going to go for, how many rounds I'm going to commit to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, like we had, a tractor. We, we, we had scheduled, you know, we had scheduled 154 holes of golf. We played 120 uh, or 126. That's not right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> we get yeah, you may as well book your 36 a day because you don't get charged. If- the second. Yeah. yeah. The second round. Then did you and did you also know if you play a third round, it's free? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. If you play a fourth round, they pay you. But but the uh, bar three doesn't count for that, right? That is correct. Yeah, there's no way. Anyway, you could get. there's no uh, way you could get. No, it was an. Awesome I, I think trip. four days does get long. You know, once you factor into grinding to and from, so really four days, a six day trip. Yeah, so maybe getting like a Wednesday in the North Bend, playing preserver, playing one round, and then get out of there. Yeah, I mean, there's no way around like a, a trip back not being a full day of travel. I, could uh, could you yeah. guys have played today? Um, I don't know, freaking seventy years. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I looked at the sheet and there was an opening. I just had too much work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could have. Well, tr- Rhino couldn't have because he doesn't have golf clubs. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. I've got like some spare wedges and stuff so I could probably scrounge up. Well, I think we've gone long enough. I don't need to go into. We'll we'll wait till Tractor's back so I can like question him because I'm blaming his assistant captaincy on the fact that I have zero Richard Dotwood. You're now the only one. It's fucking bullshit. I've been talking about this for three months that I want to go down with the ship, and I didn't get. Fu- I was the last fucking draft pick. Well, there was the big role reversal. There was a big flip. I'm... Not that that really had anything to do with it. No. But... And but by the way, I got five and a half fucking points out of seven, was it? So fuck you all. So oh yeah. So if I got five and a half, how many points did Marty's team have? Oh man, I don't know. We won't. Well, it's hard to say it that way because like we, you're like a team match. You're not. Well, right. No, but I'm saying how. But yeah, you still get that points if it's Ryder Cup. That's how you talk about it. Oh yeah, but okay. So you're gonna have you're gonna have more points than the team. Individual totals are gonna be more than the team has. Correct. Okay, yes, you're right. You're right, right. So, okay, so I went... Well, we got two and a half. Yep, two and a half, two and a half, one in the... in the. So so that's two, oh, and one. Then I won the par three. So that was three, oh, and one. Then... You lost to Hanson, right? I lost to Hanson, but won the total mm-hmm. in the other one. So that's You five. won the total and the most exciting one golf. Yeah, so five one and five one and two I won. So fuck you for not picking me, Rhino. <laughs> oh, Rhino got two hundred bucks at so yeah. yeah, I know. I know. So now I'm the only player in the seven year history of the knot that's never fucking won. And I was But the you last. can bring your record with you. I mean I think that that'll be keep touting the record. Okay. 
Paul, have you been like acute? Have you been keeping record of wins and losses in the history of not? I honestly think I've only won. Well, I've, well, I won the first year for sure. I thought I think I won another. I think I've won twice, but I didn't go to Sand Valley. Okay. So I, think I missed one year, but I think I won also the year we played. I think I won the first two years. Okay. Because yeah, the Ryder Cup year. I'm pretty sure Rhino had because I just remember me and Shooter played Climber and Hanson, and we won that match. I think we won that year, and I'm pretty sure Rhino had those guys in. Yeah, I've had I've had a Climber Hanson, yeah, or at least on paper that definitely sounds like I would. <clears throat> Hanson in my Indeed. match it was Hanson's in my match was awesome. I, he was up two through two holes, then I got to two up, and then the re- green started pooling, and that's where I feel like it. I hit one bad. No, I actually did feel like. The, that rain like really helped him because he hits these like fucking like low fucking liners you know what i mean like so like he just hit him into the fucking green and they stopped five minutes five feet from the hole where they'd have been like fucking way off the back of the green you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying that's why he won i was just saying i i hit one bad shot i hit one bad shot and that cost me my match but i also felt like that that the conditions helped him get back into it because he wasn't hitting the yeah. ball well it was like but anyways, it was a fun match. It was a fucking one-point match. Um, I really did. We were trying to jam the shit out of him. We were playing roll him, and Chad and I weren't pressing or rolling ever. <laughs> like, just trying to get him, like, going. But, well, it was an awesome time, and thanks for setting it up. Obviously, like, totally, we'd all recommend going out there one time. More than one time. Well, yeah, yeah. If you haven't, I mean, a lot of people can't just go. I mean, it was not cheap, right? It Five grand each for four days. That's a lot of golf. Would you guys do it differently now? Like, Uh let's say you went out with four guys. What would you do if you went out with four guys? I'd go less. I'd I'd go, I'd probably take it, like I was saying, I'd probably go one day earlier, flying to North Bend, maybe play one round that, like, Wednesday afternoon, and then go 36, 36, 36, or maybe do, like, a preserve in the afternoon. What's, um, what was, that's, that's a good point. What what's the lodging like? What was cost per lodging like? Would it make more sense to stay more days and try not to fit well, as much? Eight, no, I mean, so what? It, I think what was it? One ninety plus tax title license once you factored in per day up, per day for yeah. the for the lodging. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, I think because I, I think rooms were like three eighty three. Yeah, <clears throat> and then you spend half. Yeah, so for that for that like it's a little bit more. It's like fifty because the replay rates are good. Like so that's what happens. It's two forty for your first round. Second yeah. round is what? Hey, speaking of moose, has, has have you heard yourself snore? Yeah, everybody's recorded. Did 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 tractor? Oh, tractor's no fucking saint, by the way. <laughs> oh, tractor's no saint. Like actually, like yeah, he's he's kind of got this like melodic fucking snore. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> so like but yes I, i'd love to hear about that well tune in next week yeah Who's snort? yeah so apparently i need a fucking like cpap but he never mentioned any of that he's kind of a cagey motherfucker tell me that i fucking snore bitch and draft me next time too you motherfucker so pissed yeah you were totally like the the he was the butch, and you were the bitch in terms of the captain. He was more of the captain, and you were the assistant. That's what I would say. It literally every I picked every match. He agreed with everything, and it would nothing would have changed other than the draft. Not the way that he tells it. So stay tuned next time. <laughs> oh, Rhino was gonna do the dumbest shit ever, but we sent him a list, and he was like, "That's good," and I'm like, "No fucking way. no, 
he, well, he wanted to be the sacrificial lamb. He wanted to just get his ass kicked. And I'm like, you can do that every, a little bit, but I'm not going to let you do it every single round. And so Marty obviously played around that. And Marty has always had him in the 1A spot, me in the 2B spot as the final uh, the final match, which or sorry, the first match of the final. Nothing is new there. That's what it's been all seven years. Yeah. No, I, I, and so he's like, and, and so he's thinking that like he's gonna just put Scott out there like randomly in the third match or something like that, and then I can go, okay, Jake and Tractor, sacrificial lamb, play hard, go nuts, boys. And I was like, okay, if he does that, then I'll take Hanson. I like our our chances to go out there and get a like at least you know some guaranteed points. We were up what three at that point. We had the lead. You know, it was kind of like we need to find matches that we can get. Well, we, we've been going way too long, so I'm gonna just uh, so, guys read a. Uh... There's a new book out. It's called The Cup That They Couldn't Win by Shane Ryan. Or they couldn't lose, sorry. To probably win. Rhino, do you ever read books? Uh, occasionally, yeah. More audiobooks now, too. Yeah, so actually, which is kind of fun, The which is kind of fun about this is the author's the reader for it, too. So nice when they do it, because you kind of get what they're going for. This cup is called The Cup They Couldn't Lose. And it's about the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. Um, I'm about four or five chapters in it's kind of a lot of backstory on the Ryder cup which a lot of it's kind of known and it's going into a lot of the whole jacqueline piece for the right stuff but uh the author is a friend of fantasy national he said that he'd love to do a podcast with us so it would be cool if we all read the book and talk to the guy later so brand new book out it's called the cup they couldn't lose so check it out all right and that concludes the most recent installment of nice shot pods On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.